It's an honor to be here in Soja Church and the first time in an, on Sunday service uh, with you all. You are in, I've been knowing about your leaders almost two years. And uh, God has been put in my heart for um, Brother Tom and Katie and for since I met him and that I've been praying for him in his ministry. So <clears throat> this is here we are. Uh, we are in Kingdom Family. And I'm so happy to see the all new Kingdom Family here. And uh, God is so great. So let's just uh, take a moment to pray that. And Father, we thank you for the all your greatness upon our life. I ask you to open the heaven in this moment, releasing the, your, the heavenly blessings and over us, that the heaven is invade every soul in this room. So I declare to your kingdom and your will be done, Lord, on earth as in heaven, Lord God. So I calling forth the destiny of the soldier church in your kingdom. So I releasing the apostolic blessing over this church and this family. Let God arise, the enemies will be scattered. Let your will be done, Lord, and today, in Jesus Christ, your name. Amen. I'm going to uh, share with you about restoration and the recovering the apostolic church. I know that this terminology, apostolic, is not in the Bible. And apostolic is we... Since in the beginning of the early church and the apostolic fathers, they are using that terminology, but it is not in the Bible. So, uh, I want you to understand that I want to just ask you to, because of the, uh, I don't know how much uh, your Tom, brother Tom said, covered about the apostolic and the fivefold ministry. And uh, as you see that, and we can compare it with the book of Acts and today's church. Is it same or is it different? It's less different. So I want you to look at the, what is God is planned and his purpose upon the, his church. But before that, I want to just give you the introduction that as we see that how is God is moved? God is moved from the Old Testament and New Testament. We see that God is moving from the tent to tent and temple to temple. And when the Israelites are coming out from the Egypt and the cross over the Red Seas, and then which is the, the, the Egypt is symbolized our sin natures in New Testament. So we come out by the blood of Jesus Christ and cross over the Red Sea, enter into the wilderness. As you see that in the book of Acts, chapter 
7 and verse 38 as Old Testament is a church in the wilderness. So we have to see that how is God is moving the Old Testament church and New Testament church. What is different? And when you see that and the, when they received the, of the day of the Pentecost in Mount Sinai, what had happened? There is 3,000 people got killed because they are worshiping the idols. But in the New Testament, and they have on the day of the Pentecost, the book of Acts chapter 2, and they received the power of God, and 3,000 people were saved. When we see that in Old Testament temple, that Solomon's temple was dedicated, there's 120, and the, the priest and worshiping God, and the, they cannot enter into the, or the dedication service. They cannot enter into the temple because of the Shekinah glory was completely covered. But in the New Testament, the day of the Pentecost, dedication of the temple of the Holy Spirit, there is 120, and disciples was gathered together, and they received upper room, the power of God. And the, what, is, what is the manifestation of the Holy Spirit? They can see that the fire came from the, the heaven and coming down onto the 120 disciples. And then they heard the mighty sound, the mighty wind, the sound of the mighty wind. The Holy Spirit is manifestation. It's not the spooky or something is strange. And the God is a creator of mankind. When you see it in the book of Genesis, and he made us, he created us like his likeness and his image of God. So what is the image of God? And according to the 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 4 says, the image of God is the Christ. So another word is God created the mankind in anointing. Another word is the Christ is the Messiah, anointed one. So when God is the original creator mankind under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, that's what we have to see and how God is moving in his directions. In the Old Testament, when you see that when God was built in the mankind, I mean, God created mankind, he put in, in the, his dominion, which is his kingdom. Ramlaka is a Hebrew word. And the, when we see the, in the New Testament, we called, in the Greek word is Basilia, which is, is a kingdom. So now you have to understand that the temple that Old Testament is made by the, the man, but New Testament, the temple that God is made and he created Hello? Yeah. The temple is that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. That's what we have to see the who we are in Christ Jesus. And we had the dedication, the baby today, his, what is God is created for. And for the, his kingdom purpose, we have to be understand who we are in Christ Jesus. 
And I want to just give you good news. That is the first Adam's nature that you have already crucified with Jesus Christ in 2,000 years ago. That's what Apostle Paul is, is declared that I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, who is living in me is Christ living in me. The second Adam, the not first Adam, but the last Adam who came living inside of us. According to the Romans chapter 9 and verse 5, it says that Christ is God himself. So who is living in you? You only did that in Christ Jesus or the natures of the first Adam. Now is a new, new creation in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. The last the Adam, the second Adam is living inside of us. That's why wherever you go, there is a Christ is living in you. The Christ has to be manifest, not in yourself or in the old nature of the Adams. That's why we have to see that why is God is raising the apostles and prophets. And why is God wants to be understand in the kingdom of God. That's what we have to see that how is the kingdom is beginned. Because of the, even the Pentecostal and Charismatic, I'm going to go over that. Is, but even the Pentecostal and Charismatic is influenced by the dispensationalism, which is that demonic doctrine is manifest among the, the body of the Christ. And they are still the, all the divine truth about the Jesus Christ, about the kingdom of God. So when we see that and three cross on, the, on Calvary, when you see that and left side and the right side as a criminals, when you see the left side the criminals, he act like uh, Satan, right? That is what they exactly symbolize it. The left side the criminal is a symbol of the Satan's. What he says, if you are the son of God, you come down from the cross and save yourself and then save us. When you see the Matthew chapter 4, when Jesus was fasting 40 days and, uh, and day and night, and uh, he was starving to death, and what is the enemy? Satan came to tempt him. If you, the Son of God, make this stone, this stone to bread. You know what the true meaning is? When you see the book of Daniel chapter 2 and the stones coming to be, become the big mountains. And then the first Peter chapter 2 and verse 4 and to the 9, what it says. Jesus Christ is a stone and we become the living stones. So you know the enemy is trying to, is tempted Jesus Christ to make this stone to the bread? Do you understand what the man is not living by the bread alone? Man has to living by the what? The proceeding and the word of God from the mouth of God. That's what we have to hear what the spirit of God says. That's what we have to see that how is God is moving into in New Testament church. 
So let's go to the book of Acts chapter 3. So let me ask you, what are we building? What are we building right now? Are you building in spiritual family or religious or corporation? What are you building for? Think about it. And then one, when you see that right side, the criminal says, when your kingdom come, and he says, Lee, remember me. He never remembered with the Jesus Christ on the earth. Why he has to be Lee member? Why he asking the, the Aramic word is restore me? He never part of the with the Jesus Christ. But then what Jesus says, When your kingdom come and remember me, and then what he says, Jesus answered him, Today you are within me in paradise. So right side the criminal is represent the first Adam in creations. So you have to be remembered that as who die on the cross, not only Jesus Christ. There's two criminals which are symbolized in the Satan and the first Adam. They both die with the Christ. Amen. But second Adam is resurrected. And also the first Adam who is represented in the right side, the criminal, resurrected in Christ Jesus. So now you are and we all is resurrected in Jesus Christ right now. So let's look at the verse, book of Acts chapter 3 and verse 17. Yet now, brethren, I know that you did it in ignorance, as did, did also your rulers. But those things which God has foretold by the mouth of the all his prophet, that the Christ would suffer, he has those fulfilled. Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sin may be blotted out, that uh, so that times of the refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Are you seeking the presence of the Lord? And that's why we have to be asking God and cover in the presence of God. You have to know that as through the finished work of the cross, we are restored in the Garden of Eden. You are in the, under the presence of God right now. What is the Bible said in the Psalm 16 is, in the presence of God, there is fullness of the joy. You must be, have a fullness of the joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. You are not a bunch of the loser, Lord. We are have a new strength in from the heaven. We're not living by the, the strength in the earth. Because we are restored in the Garden of Eden. That restoration is took place on the cross. The finished work of the cross is the beginning of the, our life in the kingdom of God. We don't, we don't have to wait in the kingdom. It's coming 2,000 years later. It's the kingdom now. 
and that he may be sent to Jesus Christ, who was in preached to you before, whom heaven must be received until time of the what? Restoration of the old things. Say, restoration of the old things. So in other words, we have to be, have a restoration of the old things that God is designed for us. That's why we have to be understand the biblical, the pattern of the divine truth. We not understand what is this God is divinely plan for the church. And then we see that, and then go down a little bit, which God has spoken by the, the mouth of the, all his holy prophets since the world began. For Moses truly says to the Father, the Lord your God will raise up for you and prophet like me from your brethren. Him you shall hear in all things whatever he says to you. And it shall be that every soul who will not hear that prophet shall be utterly destroyed from the, among the people. Yes, and all the prophet from the Samuel and to those who are followed, as many as have spoken have also foretold these days. You are the sons of the prophet and of the covenant which God made with our father, saying to Abraham, and in your seed, all the families of the earth shall be, what? Do you know that we are the resource of the the blessing on this earth? Because when you see in Colossians chapter 3 and uh, verse 13 through the 16, who is the seed of the Abraham? The Christ is a seed of the Abraham. And then goes down in verse 29. If you are in Christ, you are the Abraham seed. Whatever God has promised the Old Testament to the Abraham, that blessing is, belongs to us. Hallelujah. Church has to be wake up. Hallelujah. <laughs> so the church is arising now. Yes. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so to, to you, first, God having raised up his servant Jesus, sent him to bless you and turning away every one of you from your iniquities. And this is what we see, the restoration. God wants the restoration of all things. Until then, don't even think about that he's going to coming back. <laughs> A lot of Christians, especially in a Pentecostal and the charismatic and the rim, that they want to fly away. <laughs> and say bye-bye on this earth. Because of the dispensationalism there, they taught long eschatologies. That's what I'm going to be covered with uh, uh, this next. Uh, can you go to next? Uh, uh, what is, uh, we will see that how is God is least told. 
than my This is a restoration, and I don't know whether you can see that it's too small. And I didn't cover it from the beginning of the early church, but I covered with the Reformation from the Martin Luther's and 1500, which is 15 centuries. So we can see it in date and the movement to truth restored and the, how the man God used, what is the previous and the practice. We're gonna, we, can you see it and can you read it? All right, ho- hopefully it is so. So when you see that in 1500, before that we see that in the early church, in the book of Acts, there is the kingdom of God was manifest and kingdom advances took place. That's why when you see that an apostle and with the gathering with the, the people and then there's a house church movement and also in the Solomon's porch and then they gather together and massive this service. So we need both in house church and also is massive movement with the meetings with the togethers. We need both, and that's why some of the people say, oh, we need just a house church. No, this is not that the Bible says. We need both the house church movement and also that the big church movement. We have to get together for the, the one purpose, the glory of God. And so, and then when you see the 1500, the Protestant movement is justification by faith. And leading by the Martin Luther and the salvation by the works and purgatory and the indulgence, we see that how is God is moving. And the one thing that we have to break this curse upon our life. Who made and is curse upon us? We are the Protestants. We are the protesters. Who made it? As a Catholic, is the maid, us is a Protestant. We are not the protester. We are the kingdom people. We are the born again Christians. But our church does not really recognize and realize what is the curse is upon as a body of Christ. And break those kind of, those words that is... The Catholicism is a release upon the, the born-again Christians. Amen. Let's just break it in right now. In the name of Jesus, we break the, those, the curse word against the body of Christ. In Jesus Christ, your name. We release the fullness of the Christ upon our life. So 1600, there is an Anabaptist movement. And the baptism by the immersions. And Conrad and Grivel and the leading the, this group, did this meeting and this movement, and speaking the infant and baptism, things like that, and that's what the 1600. And then we see the 1700, there is a holiness movement, the sanctification by the John Wesley and the, in England, and the, there's a Charles Wesley's and the, all the, the Methodist movement, and that it happened in the Europe. So, 
It's a little teaching about the holy living and the personal is a sin and conviction of the sin and the worldliness. So that's what we see in the 1700s. And there also the late 1800s, there's a divine healing, the healing part of the an atonement. It's A.B. Simpsons, and also that you know that late 80, 1800, there's a Smith Wigglesworth, yeah. and also there's a lot of it's the God's people. Smith Wigglesworth, one of the, the apostles in the faith, uh, the apostle of the faith, and, and he's a great man of God. He does not have a formal education at all. He, does not, he couldn't read because he never had to study. He may never go to school. So his wife is influencing him to learning the language. Later on, then, according to the, the, he never write a books, but his disciples writing the books in the Smith Wiggles books in the Mark, I mean the bookstore. But according to the, that, the story that what I heard, when he stand the place, the 50 miles Jones of the radiation, and completely covered with the, the presence of God. Those who are coming in to 50 miles. And they are filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. This is what we need in the today's church. So we have to break the, our mindset. And we see that as... That some of the believe the divine healing and the most of the moreover says unwearied and in this kind of a movement. In the 1900, and there is the Pentecostal and the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And Charles Brahms and uh, also that 1900, Lara is a great man of God and, uh, and even the United States. The... The Azusa Streets. And who was that man? William Seymour's. And the African American as an apostle that is from the Los Angeles. They are the, he's the first person that bring the, and the African American and the, also the, the Caucasian together. But before that, they are separated. So we know that as when the power of the Holy Spirit is moved, there is no racism and no denominations. So we can break the power of those enemies' plan on this earth. The church has to be arise in Christ Jesus with the authority and power to remove the, all the enemies' hindrance on this earth. Because you are the resource of the blessings of the, this earth. Don't expect the government of the United States to change the, these nations. Don't expect in a UN to be changed the whole entire world. There's nothing to do. We are the, the people that God is assigned us to change the world. That's what I see. The Revelation chapter 1 is that God has made us in king and priest in Christ Jesus. And then in chapter 5 and verse 10 says, He made us kings and priests reign together on this earth. 
Are we reign with the Christ on this earth? That's what we see then from the 1900s that there's a tongue talk. And uh, we can cover a lot of things. And then in 1948, and there's a rain movement, laying on hands, singing and praising and dance. Uh, Lake Lagel and others, there's like uh, Oral Roberts and the Kenneth Hagan's, all the, those is a little movement, and then there's a lot of great men of God on this earth. We can see that even Jonathan Edward and uh, all test all the uh, the great is legendary people, not only just the United States. There are a lot of Scotland, the England. There is uh, wealth, revival, things that happens. That's what we have to see that we visited and the history that we have to be find that what is happens. It's no the present day's apostle and prophet is, is uh, shouting the praise only the general congregational and prophecies. So we can see that in the early 1980s, we can see the charismatic movement and deliverance and faith and in charismata and, the, and Dennis Bennett and the King, the Kenneth uh, Hagans and all other peoples. The gift of the Holy Spirit call out the few, the break the poverty, synonymous with it is spirituality. So we can see that it had happened in the past, the literary movement and charismatic movement. And then we see the 1980. This is a part that we have to be uh, look at it. The prophetic movement in the 1980s. And I'm, I'm not saying that it's, there is a fivefold ministry that didn't exist. This is what the major movement of God in the, in the body of Christ in the United States. And this is what happened in the 1980s, the prophetic and prophetic movement. And uh, is talking about the personal prophecy and the gift of the Holy Spirit. And the, so who was the, is leading the, this major is a prophetic movement in the Bishop Bill Hammonds. He's still living in the Santa Rosa in uh, the Florida and the CI, the International, Christian International. And then also that there's Bob Jones and uh, Paul Keynes, the Kansas prophetic movement. And also there's another group is called the Oklahoma and prophetic groups. They coming up from Rama Bible College and those groups. And then there's a three major groups is manifest in the prophetic movement in the United States. So, and then this is what it happened in the prophetic and the presbyteries and the gift only for the special called as a no pub in uh, the prophetics. We see that as how is God is moving and the, the prophetic company necessary for the preparing for the, the Christ manifestations. That's what the 80s and then the, the prophet is prophesying over the people that there's apostle is arising. And that is what the, the main focus and the message 
that was released. In the 1990s, and the, the apostolic movement is beginning. So, the apostle and the restoration of the fivefold ministry. So, restoring the, the foundation, the identity in Christ Jesus. There is uh, Peter Wagner's and John Kelly's and uh, Dick Benjamin's and uh, uh, there's a Dick Everson's also. And there's Bob Tales and uh, uh, Robert Connell's and all those. And also the, during that time, there is a praising and worship movement. And Judson Connell and the Bishop uh, Garlington and those people as having the influence and praising worship and restored and the, the tabernacle of the Davids in the body of Christ. That's why we are in today's church. We are praising worship. I, I thank for the praising worship team here. And uh, they are anointed. I enjoy with them. So this is what we have to see that we are the temple, but we are the, the earthly tent right now. So Ark of Covenant is inside of us. Who is the Ark of Covenant? That's Jesus Christ. So we are not sitting in the judgment seat in the, as like Old Testament, but we are sitting in the, the mercy seat. The throne of the grace. So we are sitting with him in a heavenly place, throne of the grace. Let the graces flow from us. That's what is... is Matthew chapter 11 is talk about the unforced rhythm of the grace flowing from the heavens. Amen. Not the judgmental mentality. Yes, We're releasing the grace of God in, in our life. So even the prophet, you, you are not at the sitting the judgmental seat as the Old Testament. We are sitting in the throne of the grace. You, we are releasing the the prophetic word of the grace, not with the judgment. Yes. Wow. Amen. Wow. That's why we see the next uh, restoration and movement is ushered in the, by the apostle and prophetic companies. Mm. Will be the, the grace is movement yet. That's what we are expecting and what is going to be happen. So we cannot build a new New truth in the old system. So many want to be an apostle, but they don't want to be relationship. So when you see that, it's, what is the God wants to the, his church? When you see the book of Matthew chapter 16 and verse 18, what does Jesus says? I build my church on this rock. Who is this rock? Is it Peter? Is it Christ? I build my church on this rock, which is Christ is the cornerstones, anointed one, is the Messiah. So he built the church on the Christ, the anointed one. And the gate of the enemies cannot be prevail against it. Right. 
That is what the church is. The ecclesia, which is a Greek word, the ecclesia is a church, never be, it's a religious terminology. It's a political terminology and military terminologies. When in the, the early, the, the Greece, the, the Athens, and then their people gathered together, they called as a church, Ecclesia. The people, they gathered together, they, what they do is they are coming for the strategy for the, the war, the battles. So we are the church must have a strategy to destroy the work of the enemies. Yes. Why did Jesus came on this earth? What is the first John is talking about? Jesus came on this earth, destroyed what? Work of the devils. That's what who we are in Christ Jesus. That's what the apostolic church has to be arising and engage the battle. Uh, between the, well, we have to make sure that Jesus already won. He has already triumphed. He has already victory. Amen? Amen. But what is God is giving us is book of Psalm and 149s. You want me to read it? There is privilege that God is giving to the, the saint. We have to be chained and locked and the, the, the enemies, the kings of the earth. How? We have to bring the high praise of God in our resting place in Jesus Christ. When you are in spirit, you are in the resting in Jesus Christ. In Old Testament, you are going, the Israelites went to the Church in the wilderness, they enter into the, the promised land. When they are entering into the promised land, all the manners, all the supply of the heaven was stopped. Can you see that? Now when we are in Christ Jesus, we are living in the Spirit of God. That means you are in New Testament in promised land. Everything what is from the releasing from the heaven, all the manners and everything was stopped when they are entering into the first the harvest. Think about the, what is the what is the true meaning of that? Can you realize what the church is should be functioned? So who is right? You folks is not. Look up in heaven and say, Father, give me all things what I need. And that kind of a mentality is a church is being trained. I want to just give you good news. All the resources of the heaven is locked inside of you. And who is living is God himself living inside of you. That's what is John chapter 7 and verse 37 to 39. The day 
through the Pentecost experience what is going to be happen flow out. Life of the living waters flow like a what? River of the life. That's what the book of Revelation chapter 22 is talking about. That is what the true church is. Don't ask God and who is in us. It says God himself is in us, okay? Let him manifest. When you are work, he's resting. When you are resting, he's work. That's a lot of Christians. So we have a, we have to do something. God does not want you to come to heaven right now, okay? So just stay where you are. Heaven does not need you right now. The earth is needs you. What is Jesus pray the heaven, thy kingdom come and thy will be done on this earth as in heaven. So Jesus is connected to heaven on earth. So who is living inside of us? Christ living in us. So whatever you move, the heaven is moving with you. Why you have to go to heaven now? This is what the other, most of the churches we have been bound with. Oh, I want to go to heaven. You don't need to go to heaven. Heaven is already inside of you. Mm. I didn't even touch the one first page of this. So when you see that how is it God is called his church. His church is giving the foundation on the Christ. That's what apostolic and prophetic ministry, prophet, apostle and prophet, their ministry is foundational ministries. They lay down and foundation for you till you can standing and firm, no waverings. So God is giving the church on the his rock with the Christ and then give to the what? Keys for the kingdom. Church is not the kingdom, but God is giving the keys for the kingdom. So you have to be locked and closed and opening. So you have to be releasing that as whatever it bind and it's, it's already bound in heaven. It's already lose. When you lose it, it's already losing in heaven. What kind of speed is that? Because the Christ in us. When you delivered spoken word, it go out as create things that while you speak about. Our tongue has a creative powers. That's what the proverb chapter 18 and verse 19 and 20, what it says. Life and death and depending upon your tongues and my tongues. Whatever you speak, you will eat of it. 
This is, that's why our tongue is so powerful. You can curse the people, you can and criticize the people. That's why the book of James said how you can, with the born again Christians, and praising God and curse with somebody. And our tongue has to be consecrated. Because you are death in Christ Jesus, who is living, is Christ living it. Don't forget that. As soon as you forget it, and your old nature will be manifest. And Apostle Paul is the claimed himself, I am crucified daily. Are we in commissions? What is God is giving to us? He gave all. Amen. He gave all. Nothing is there's a lack of it. And that's why the Matthew chapter 6 says. Don't ask any material things. I'm so happy with that. I don't have to ask about the food and clothing. I can seek in his kingdom first and his righteousness. Because he is a greater, the God is a creator who is living inside of me. He's more than enough, the El Shaddai. He's my master yeah. and Adonai. Yeah. The God is living inside of what you need for. So let him be manifested through your life. I'm going to just speak to you, all the leaders. Listen carefully, okay? God cannot be releasing the anointing unless you leave. You'll, only the God can release anointing those who are dead in Christ Jesus. Because all the people that is crucified with the Christ, they are the ones seeking in above, not seeking and beneath. Who we are the Christ living in inside of us. So when you see that in the, the Matthew chapter 28 and verse 18 through 20, the great commissions. Great commission is not belongs to this, especially Matthew chapter 28 and not for the saint. The great commission is for the apostles. And what it says, the all the the power, authority of the heaven and earth is in me. I releasing to you. That's what the Jesus was is declared. Go to all the nations. Make disciple them. Is that for the saint? This is speaking to the, the apostles. 
When you see that the great commission of the old saint is met, Mark chapter 16, this sign, the believer's signs will be manifest. The old believers and then there is the gift of the Holy Spirit will be manifest. But in the, this special Matthew chapter 28 and verse 18 to 20 is for the, the fivefold ministry as assignment. Wow. That's what we see that and distinguish that as what, it, what is the Bible trying to telling us. So let's look at that as I'm going to try to skip a lot of things there. So Elisa. I want you to open your Bible and uh, let's go to the next. Uh, uh, is that the scripture on the? All right. It's uh, Psalm 11 and verse 3 says, what is it? Let's read together, all together. Let's go. Did you see that what foundations? Did you see that it's not singular, it's a plural? What pound, what if the foundation are destroyed, what can the righteous to do? If a foundation is not stable, you cannot build the high tower house, high rise buildings. When you're trying to build, did you ever see that as when the earthquake took place in San Francisco, there's one building that did not fall. That building and in construction was a, it's a digging the deep and then putting the foundation on the rock. Yes. And they build the high-rise buildings. When the, the earthquake hit in San Francisco, that building is survived. So we know that as what is the foundation is so important in the body of Christ. If you are the born-again Christians, who is your foundation? The Christ is the foundation. The Christ is the anointing. The anointing is your foundation. That's what the first John chapter 2 and verse 20 says. The unction of the Holy Spirit. You know all things. The anointing of the Holy Spirit is teaching you and guide you and, and give you the discernment. And verse 27. That's why you need the foundation on the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Your foundation is not as your, the concrete. Amen. That's what we see that in the Hebrew chapter 6 and verse 1 to 3. You see that the foundation of the doctrines. When you are building your house and the foundation underneath, you cannot see the foundations. Wow. So if your foundation is not Christ, you can see that what is going to be happened. You cannot be grow up, you cannot be mature. And coming to church and ask a pastor to Please change my diapers. <laughs> There's a lot of Christians out there. It's 
So you have to be understand that the foundation is so important. So when you see that in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 20, it says, what it says that, read together. Amen. So now we know no longer strangers. We are the family of God. We are the citizen of what? Heaven. You are not a citizen of the United States. We have a dual citizenship, right? So we have a citizen of the heaven and we have a citizen of the United States. I'm naturalized and citizen of the U.S. But I was not born in here. So... When you see that, it's what the Bible says, having been built on the foundation of the apostle and prophet. That's what the church has been troubled today because the foundation did not build by the apostle and prophet. And then Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstones in whom the whole the building is being fitted together and growing to the holy temple in the Lord. So that's what our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. And you are, wherever you go and the temple has to be, the presence of God has to be manifest. Amen. What is the Bible says and in the Psalm 23 and David was Releasing Psalm 23. God is my shepherd, right? And he leading us to where? Green pasture and what? Still waters, not troubled waters. What is a green pasture? A green pasture is presence of God. When you see that in the Old Testament, and the, what this Bible says... And book of Song of Solomon in chapter 1 and verse 16 says, My bed is color is green. You are sitting in the green chair now. It's not coincidence, right? My bed is green. What is a green? It's, it's a symbolized, it's a pattern. Everlasting life. So you are, you are bad, and when you are Resting in the Spirit of God, you will live everlasting life. So, and what is, is, you are in the temple. Temple must be carried the everlasting life. And when you carry the everlasting life, you will be life giver. And I came here then and I, I declare that the kingdom of God does not need your opinion. Does not need your effort. The kingdom of God is God himself coming to establish it. 
And his kingdom is, is non-shakable kingdoms. His kingdom is everlasting kingdoms. His government is increase, not decrease. I have to cut off here. Of course, I will come back because I cannot run away from this church. As God has been divinely engaged, how did I know that as Tom become the, my spiritual son? Only that God has arranged that kind of connections. And we know that as we are we living by the and divine appointment. Amen. Everything has to be divine, so not in our flesh. Amen. I don't know what, how is the second service the Holy Spirit lead me. And uh, we'll see. I just uh, obey the, what the Spirit of God. If I cannot do all things and I have to come back and lay it. Praise the Lord. God is so good. God is so good. Let's, uh, let's uh, stand together. <clears throat> All right. If you guys are out in the lobby... Who is that guy? <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Let me release the blessing of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, and thank you for the, your divine appointment with the, our spiritual family. I thank you, God, for the, their commitment and their faithfulness, Lord. In this church that you purchased by the blood of Jesus Christ. That the divine destiny will be fulfilled without any hindrance, Lord. And Father, in the name of Jesus, I bind every deceiving spirit the spirit of the rebellious, any kind of spirit of darkness trying the kingdom of darkness against this church. I bind that I break that power in the name of Jesus Christ. I release the divine protections and divine peace of God upon this church. Every household that belongs to this, the body, I commanded and releasing the, I speak the blessings of the heaven and the Jehovah Shalom of the their house and their families and their workplace and their business. And I released the apostolic blessing of this family and this, the body, Lord. And I ask you to open the heaven, Lord God, 
the kingdom provisions will be releasing the without measure, Lord. That the overflow of the blessing of God will be releasing to the this body, Lord God. Let the anointing of the Holy Spirit impart to their life the increase their faith, the increase their gift, increase their maturity, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, I bind every religious spirit, every traditional spirit against this body and this church. We break the power of the enemy right now. We release the spirit of the truth and spirit of the freedom, Lord, and liberty, Lord God. We thank you, Father, for the, this morning. We thank you for the, your loving kindness, Lord. All the kingdom that advance, the kingdom financial blessings to, the, to the, these families in a supernatural way, Lord. And those who are your need a physical healing, just I'm going to declare it right now. And Father, in the name of Jesus, I release the corporate anointing over this place. In the name of Jesus, I bind every spirit of the infirmity and sickness and disease, every curse, every spirit of death over their body. I bind in the name of Jesus Christ. I command it to go in the name of Jesus. By your stripes we were healed, Lord. You send your word and heal them and deliver from the destruction right now. In the name of Jesus. Be whole in Jesus' your mighty name. Fill them up, Lord. Fill them up with your anointing. We thank you, Lord, and we bless you. We give you all the praising and honor and thanksgiving in Jesus Christ, your name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord.